Bizarre Comics have been scaring readers for years. Is there anyone brave enough to sit down with their creators? This is Discussions with Decapitated Dan. This week on Discussions with Decapitated Dan, Craig, Yo, and Steve Baines join us to talk about their new book from IDW, Haunted Horror. Discussions with Decapitated Dan is brought to you by Curious Goods and Comics.com. Don't be afraid to lose your head over all the savings. CuriousGoodsAndComics.com, where Decapitated Dan gets his books. Are you a comic book creator? Do you write, draw, color, letter, ink, edit, or do your own webcomic? If so, you're eligible to nominate for the Ghastly Awards. Go over to GhastlyAwards.com and find the nomination form and nominate for this year's best in horror comics, the Ghastly Awards, honoring excellence in horror comics since 2011. GhastlyAwards.com So, welcome everybody to this week's Discussions with Decapitated Dan. Joining me this week for their first time on the show, Craig Yo and Steve Baines. Hey, morning everybody. Well, it's it's not live. We don't have to do that. It's not? No, it's not. Well, it'd be fitting the subject if we're we're we're, we're from the dead or something. Yeah. So live uh, the cemetery. We always start off every show with just a simple "Who are you and what do you do?" And Craig, you can go first. Well, uh, you mean philosophically? Who, who am I? That like a big philosophical, broad question, or, or you know, just more. Down and dirty. Well, we got a half hour, so you, uh, you know, if you want to go, oh, well, go deep. I, I, I'm not going to stop you. My, uh, you know, I usually like talk to my about myself for uh, and to myself for about an hour. But so I'm, <laughs> you know, down, we'll try the Craig Yo Show, everybody. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a boy who never grew up and still loves his comic books, and uh, so I. Uh, so I'm uh, eking out a living, uh, printing up old comic books in in book form and comic book form, and because uh, I love those old cartoonists, and uh, so with my my uh, beautiful and smart uh, partner Clecia Gusoni, I we head up Yo Yo the, a little imprint for IDW called Yo Books, and we publish great old. Uh, comics between these when we get in between those covers very cool that, that's me in a nutshell how about you steve yeah i'm pretty much the same i'm a, a, a guy that needs a life <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the endless uh, piles of comic books that uh, you know, i roam among here and, well let's make sure that you tell us all about your blog as well oh it's an yeah. awesome blog tell us steve Yes, I've been. Don't be I, modest. I, uh, I've been blogging about these 
things that have been uh, destroying my life for the last <laughs> 40 plus years. No, it's a, it's a blog. It's the horrors of it all. I, uh, a lot of people know me as Carr as well. I, um, I post the, uh, the good old overlooked uh, gems from uh, the, the 50s golden age of, of comic books. Um, a lot of people like to talk about EC a lot. Um, rightfully, of course, they're awesome. But we focus a little bit more on, on the, the other lesser-known uh, publications. They're not lesser-known. They're just not as you know, over-jibber-jabbed as, as EC. Right. Um, I'm talking you know, like the Harveys and Superior and Prize and ACG and Ace. Very cool. Very cool. Lots, of, lots of great stuff put out by um, more companies than, than just EC, of course. Sure. Great artists. Yeah. So uh, I guess the, the easiest way to start with this is by going back to Craig and, and just asking, you know, uh, you, why why did you want to go back and, I, I'm guessing, take all that time to scan and, and you know, recollect all this stuff? Where did Where did that idea come from? Oh God! I w- only wish I knew, so I could have stopped it before it uh, <laughs> took oh, over. Must stand. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that's because I ate a uh, pizza with everything on it before going to bed one night, and came to me in a dream and some kind of fever dream, and uh, was foolish enough to try to live this dream. Uh, but I, I love the I, Steve and I are. Uh, brothers from a different mother i i love the i love the, I, I the more obscure companies and the unsung artists and uh so uh you know like things like ec's or carl barks Donald duckers i mean he's been reprinted a, a jillion times and, and thankfully because they're great material and they need to be out there accessible to to people because they're they're brilliant stuff but you know I'm, i i always like to i like to feature the more the underdog kind of things and things that haven't been uh, shown or or got their due. So uh, that's basically primarily the thrust of our company. And uh, and uh, though we, we even t- take people like Carl Barks, for instance, who did Donald Duck, and, and we instead of doing Donald Duck stories, we do his, his obscure Barney Bear stories. Uh, uh, so, uh, but the horror comics, I've always had a particular love for. It's funny because Steve's immersed in all kinds of uh, horror. He likes the horror movies and and everything that, that goes with it. Me, me the, uh, my taste in horror is much, pretty much limited to comic books. I really kind of focus in on, on, on that. And so uh, I'm a big fan of his blog and, uh, and uh, read it regularly. And then I, I guess I'm kind of almost doing a print incarnation of, of that, you know, reprinting old old horror comics. So, so we started this line called the Chilling Archives of Horror Comics, and uh, uh, so far we've done three books. The, la- the, the latter one on zombies, S- Steve uh, partnered with me. And stuff. Now, so how did you guys uh, come to work together on that book? Where did where did uh, did you just meet by seeing it, his blog? It was a blind date, wasn't it, Steve? Yeah. No, I mean actually, actually, I've kind of been helping with with, with all the books. I mean, I some of the stories in the Powell book it came from my collection too, and I've just I've been chit chatting with Craig online for a, a few years now, 
um, you, you then you you uh, first contacted me, I think, with the Frankenstein book. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. I'm trying to remember exactly how it. Yeah, maybe it was the Frankenstein. We we did a promotion with the Frankenstein book where, where I, I contacted a number of bloggers who blog about old comics, and Steve was probably my number one choice since he blogs about horror comics to to, to kind of help get the word out about the Dick Brief for Frankenstein book. And I, I think that's probably where we first first met, and it was Love at First Sight. <laughs> yes, Love at First Bite. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, Craig, out of, out of all the books that you do, do all go through IDW as well? Or is it just the horror oh, stuff? Oh, no, no. I, I recently did a Crazy Cat book for uh, Abrams, and uh, I do a number of books for uh, Cider Mill Press, and I've done books for other comic publishers and uh, and uh, Random House and uh, Workman Publishing and you know a lot we work for a lot of different publishers I, the majority of the books I do is from IDW because uh, you know uh, I have a, a really sweet relationship with them and I love the people there and you know they, they really give me a lot of uh, freedom and latitude and uh, so I really enjoy working with them there they're a great publisher. Now, how did you how did you end up teaming up with them to do these books? <clears throat> I knew uh, uh, I think his title now is, is CEO or maybe publisher or something. I knew Greg Goldstein and uh, over at IDW. So when he first got his his uh, uh, position there uh, under Ted Adams. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I hope they are not offended. I don't know their proper names. Ted Adams, really the overall publisher and everything. And so when he, when he got his job with Ted, uh, I think I was one of the first calls Greg made, is asking me if I wanted to do an imprint uh, uh, with them. He 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 knew of my interest in comics and seen a book I had done for Abrams called Secret Identity: The Fetish Art of Superman's co-creator Joe Schuster, and it was getting a lot of attention at the time. And uh, so he asked if I, you know, wanted to just do a whole line of books for them, and it sounded like a great deal for me. And, uh, you know, uh, and I mean, and, and one thing, now, the ones that have come out so far uh, in the in the hardcovers are the Frankenstein, the, the Terror, and the Zombies, and the Terror book won a Ghastly Award, is that correct? Yeah, that's called Bob Powell's Tear. It's all, it's, I think, uh, Steve did advise me on that book, and I, I think we, we chose all the, I think, the best Bob Powell stories, though there's more great ones out there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we were very honored to win uh, at the Gasly Award. Uh, it seems like a great group of people and judges behind uh, that that award, and, uh, you know, we've been even putting a, on future ads for Bob Powell's Terror. We've been even putting our, proudly putting a little ghastly ward, a winner insignia on those ads. And uh, so, so that that was uh, a, a, a real trick or treat. Did you like how I worked that in there, Steve? Yes, I did. One question I, I have. You is... may be decapitated, Dan, but you know, you still have a good head on your shoulders or something like that. One question I have is when it comes to uh, the reprints and, and stuff like that, how how do you go about getting the rights for this 
this stuff because I, you know, the EC rights belong to this person and the Warren rights belong to this person. So with this stuff, you know, how do you know that what you what you're doing uh, hasn't already been done and like tales too terrible to tell and all that stuff, or are you not worried about that? And you're just reprinting what you want. I think primarily we we print what we want, though we're, we're conscious of you know that we don't want to just duplicate efforts already done. Uh, so if there's stories that have been reprinted already a lot, lot we we avoid them. Like there was a Bob Powell story that had been printed quite a few times that you know I, all, I, I you know it's kind of a I wrestled in my own mind like should we put that for kind of completeness sake in the book or should we leave it out. I think in that case, we left it out. Other times, I, you know, as part of an anthology, I might include a story to, you know, kind of give a good overview of the of the, of the artist's work or something. You, I might include a story that maybe has been seen a lot. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of, it's kind of a gut feeling when we're putting together the books. Sure. Yeah, if you're putting together a Bob Powell book, you can't leave out the Wall of Flesh story. There's no way. That's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an essential story to. And it's been reprinted a few times. Sure. Now, do you have to? How did you go about with the rights and stuff like that? With with this well, kind of there's material? a lot of legal research that we have to do, and uh, sometimes we sometimes we have to pay fees to the publishers. Sometimes they give us permission because they like to uh, grant it freely because they'd like to see the material back in print. Maybe they're fans too, or maybe they just feel it. They need some exposure, or uh, other times the the material belongs to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, Founding Fathers uh, set up a system where, uh, uh, you know, after a certain period of time, the, the, uh, all, all material would return to the public. Just like uh, Disney started with, uh, you know, doing movies about Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, tales that have become, you know, part part of the public fabric. The, and uh, and our Founding Fathers felt for our culture and for our commerce. That, that after a certain time, uh, materials uh, become part of the owned by the public, so that they can build on them and use them and disseminate them. And and uh, ironically, companies like I, Disney now are fighting against these the, 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 the founding fathers extend the, the their ownership of of the properties. So you know, but uh, you know, there's there's a number of comic book. Uh, stories and publishers and that you know that are in public domain and we often uh, are, are printing printing those along with getting permissions where we need to or sure. yeah just showing diligence you know that you have the right to exploit these you know stories that have fallen into the public domain so uh, all of this really leads us up to what we're really here to talk about and oh, that we're really here to me talk? we're really here to talk about Steve's spam. <laughs> Steve, are you in a band? I didn't know that. Maybe you did tell me that once. I am in a band. Yes, I am. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Although we, I don't think we've done anything in a year. Just kind of taking a break. Everybody's busy with so other projects. So you can be in a band, play for a year, and you can still say you're in a band and still pick up chicks and stuff. Wow. <laughs> you're right. Pretty the awesome. married guy picking up chicks. Um, but no, we're, we're here to talk about the new... Um, comic that is coming out from IDW, Haunted Horror. Yes. Steve, take it away. This is what we were working toward. Yeah, Haunted Horror, number one, finally coming out Wednesday, the uh, the 10th here. 
and it's a uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Halloween month. Halloween month. Everybody needs their dose of pre-code horror for uh, uh, Halloween. It's going to be coming out every what, what did we say every two months now? We, we were going. Yeah, I think we were shooting a, for bi-monthly. I mean, there's plenty of material, and, and I, I'm sensing a, a big demand that we could probably go monthly, but it's it's a it's a lot of work. Yeah. So, well, the first guys... issue is going to be great. It's got a lot of good stories in it. It's a good uh, good collection to kick it all off and get people you know interested in it and ordering pre-ordering. Uh, future issues and stuff. Yeah. What were your What were your guys' thoughts when it came to choosing the stories that are in the first one? Well, I think we wanted really, really kick-ass stories so people could see that there is a some incredible stuff out there that ha- hasn't been seen or has been little seen. And so, for one thing, we we chose like really, you know, we chose a lot of name artists like Jack Kirby's in there and and uh, Jack Cole and uh, what else do we have, Steve? Um, Disbrow and uh... Jay Disbrow, yeah. C.A. Winter. Yes. We have a Bob Powell story, I think. There's a Powell story. Did you just say that? Yeah. yeah well, maybe I did. So, uh, anyway, so we have like really good artists, really unusual stories. I really like cool and unusual stories and with really strong artwork. I mean, you know, we carefully choose the stories, and we want both good artwork and and, and uh, content. Uh, but I'll tell you one of the things that really, really, uh, I, I, it has to get to me first is a is a incredible splash page. And I think, without exception, all these stories have like really arresting splash pages. And in one case, one story has <laughs> a boo doozy of a closing panel. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So wild! I don't know if we can give it away or how much we can give away with. Am it. I looking at it now? The one that says "Hello Howard" on it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just so incredible because not not only is the artwork just totally bizarre and you know I, they talk about shock endings for for, for horror comics and this one I, I don't know I think I was more shocked by this half <laughs> page than any horror comic I ever read. It's like, it just—it was just like a—you know—you just kind of fall on the floor, like what the, you know, or what the <laughs> f even. I don't know. It's just—it's a bizarre it, last panel, it, and it's, it's more than a panel. They—they they couldn't limit it to a panel. They had to make it a whole page, and they couldn't limit it to a whole page. They had to turn, turn the comic book sideways, <laughs> sideways to play this. Awfulness. And so I think, I, and so that's the last. Page of the of, of the book too, but in addition to being the last page of that story, and it's just it's it's mind blowing, and I don't think we're overselling it, are we, Steve? I don't think so. <laughs> no, not not at all. I don't even think people will even expect this, especially if you're new to it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's little seen, and uh, and uh, uh, so you're familiar with it too, Dan. I'm staring at it right now. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> No, uh, one thing... He's on the floor, staring at it from the <laughs> Was that the first time you had seen it, Dan, or you were familiar? That is the first time I've ever seen that one, yeah. And did it kind of blow your little mind, Dan? <laughs> it, it really did. It really did. I'm not going to lie. One thing that I have to he say... Knocked his while, head off. ...while going through this book <laughs> is that I can't believe this stuff came out in the 50s. This would have scared the crap out of people. I know, right? It did scare the crap out of people, and that's a, a main uh, point to uh, uh, a lot of the uh, the hubbub around the uh, pre-code c- comics 
you know, I think parents it's picked up their kids' like, comics. Like, actually, you know, it's like, very scary. I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's, 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 it's incredible that, you know, with all the special effects in movies now and everything else, that which can obviously be scary, but to see just something printed on a page, you know, that can actually send chills up your spine and, and get, potentially give you nightmares, it's, it's a really, uh, if, people, if people want that, and many of us do, uh, it's really incredible that, that this medium can have that power, but these stories show that it can. It's it's really great. Now, um, will every issue well, – this issue in particular is, is three ninety nine. and it's 52 pages. Yes. Which is a steal. Are we going to expect 52 pages per issue? Uh, you, 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 have to, you must expect that, absolutely. No, it's going to be like good old golden age comic books, 52 pages with multiple stories and – and uh, a great pulpy feel to it, and uh, and we're hoping for some uh, hundred-page spectaculars too coming up. Yeah, we might. <laughs> well, yeah, we, you're right. We should, we haven't thought about that, but now that you yeah. can, I think that'd be a great idea. Paper-wise, <laughs> what are we what are we expecting? Uh, like, the, the the paper that it's printed on. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, it's really a nice paper. It's, it's got a great feel. I think everyone will like it because it it's got that pulpy feel. Yet it's not totally uh, 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 tan. It's kind of off-white, and uh, and it's not that glossy stuff that makes that some reprint publishers do, which I don't particularly like myself. That okay. I think it makes it look garish, not in a good way. Yeah, I think that was what the main thing is like are you is it i hope it's yeah i'm sitting here going god i hope it's not going to be on glossy paper like comics are no it feels like an old comic book yet it's a good enough quality paper that it really brings out the artwork so i think it's the i think it's a great balance and it really does what it's supposed to do you know it gives you the feeling like you're reading an original 1950s comic yet it's you know paper that's going to last a long time and it's right without the half century of decay and, <laughs> and yeah, long it's, box rot and, and, it's back pocket up, and it feels like there's something of substance there and you're, you feel like you're reading an old golden age comic yet it's not going to fall apart how far in advance are you guys in terms of skinning the old stories and stuff like that well I, uh Cleetsy and i are just this weekend working on the third issue uh, so the second issue is really put to bed, and now we're, we're starting on the third. We need we need to get a little further along. In fact, if there's any horror comic fans out there, Steve Steve and Mike Hallett and Toxic Tommy and uh, different people. Uh, now there's a new guy that just kind of last night that's helping us scan stories and covers from the old books. Uh, if any any of your listeners out there want to join the join the the Coven the cult here of people that are <laughs> the material for this movie. join us there was us. and you guys probably have this I, I bet Steve does you know you ever seen them on eBay they have the discs of like 1200 you know horror comics yeah. on DVD mm-hmm. I don't know if have you do you have those do you use those I do not I have never bought one of those I I never bought one of those Okay. Yeah, I mean, for my blog, and I, and I kind of try to to uh, make sure that I everything I use comes from myself. I there's been a few exceptions with a couple great guys who donate stuff. People request something I don't have. I I kind of look around see if I can find it, and somebody will send me some scans. But yeah, I don't know. I feel I don't I don't want to use somebody else's scans if I don't have to. Right. You know, right. I, I especially don't want to go to the, the golden age. Uh, 
archive or whatever it's called and, and take anything off of there. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with anybody taking anything from my blog and reusing it and putting it somewhere else. It's just me personally. I like my blog to be my blog. Sure. That's the way I do it. I think Steve's blog is a very kind of personal statement. It's a beautiful job. But... I love my blog. How long have you been doing your blog now? Uh, summer 2007, I think, is when I first started it. And, Which is really uh, incredible. There's not too many people that last that long. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but the first couple of years I did it, it was updated daily. I don't know how how I, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think the damage is done. A little, yeah, about two and a half years into it, it was like I can't do it daily anymore. There's just like no way, you know. And uh, but think of all the money you're making. <laughs> Is that, is that crickets I hear there? Yeah, crickets. Yeah. Will you be able to edit this and put in cricket sounds? Uh, I, I will. I will put in cricket sounds. Okay, good. Uh, put, some, I, put some money in my wallet, too, if, if it's possible. Before, be, uh, you know, we're, we're coming in up on a half hour here, but I, I want to make sure oh we touch gosh, on Oh, my gosh, it's going so fast. It's I know. Love fast. It's just... we'll, run, we'll run long. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. No, uh, I, I'm curious. What got you guys into comics in the first place? Uh, uh, me, my mom, my mother got me into comics. She she used to buy me uh, uh, Uncle Scrooge and Donald Duck stories and Little Lulu comic books. For, you know, for so when I was bored or something, or going to summer camp or something. So uh, I have to credit my mom, for, and she never burned my comics. So she, <laughs> she was a good soul. I pretty much blame the she would have the... into horror comics now, but. No, little Lulu had its frightening moments when little Lulu would meet Witch Hazel and little Itch, the the little witch. Uh, she had her moments. So, and now I have a little boy. Maybe you guys have been hearing him in the background during this interview. I'm, uh, he and I are home alone today without mother supervising, so uh, he's he's looking for it now. Do you hear him go, Ma, Ma? <laughs> That's actually me. I'm I'm imitating Griffin right now. You're <laughs> <laughs> all. I'm already reading him comic books, but n- n- none of the horror comics. I mean, it, though he does go on Steve's blog. Check uh, <laughs> out the news. Every oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig, for anything that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, well, what I was going to say was the, the, the it was the creature from the Black Lagoon that pretty much got me into horror, horror period, seeing the movie on TV when I was a kid for the first time and it wasn't long after that then i found the comic books and um yeah it's hasn't been uh hasn't been a, a hero life for me but it you know sure. i got it got into all that stuff the, the heroes and all that a little later but it was definitely the, the, the horror comics that got me into it first of all yeah. okay then i posed this question to both of you what was uh and craig this might not be as easy for you but what is your favorite horror title of all time if you have to if you can even say issue if you want steve oh i'm first oh gosh I'll, i don't care oh. who goes first can steve go first so i can say yeah that's mine too or yeah yeah perfectly fine <laughs> Favorite? Well, I don't know. It may, it may be like a good title, but it might not be my, like my favorite story or something. But I mean, I like the totally ridiculous titles, like "Ie the Teeth" or you know stuff like that. I mean, that's the stuff I always when I'm flipping through uh, 
comics, I always look for like an interesting splash with a with a great name that you know will look good. You know, when people come to my blog and then it'll draw them into the story. Um, I know you're talking about like for content and stuff like that, but Steve sort of going the direction I'm going too. Like he likes the actual title of the story, and as far as a title of a comic book, I love uh, that title. This this magazine is haunted. Yeah, they have great covers too. Yeah, <laughs> started off as a faucet book, and then yeah. Geraldton eventually took it over, and Steve Ditko. Uh, I've done a number of books about uh, and reprinted some of the stories from this magazine is haunted in. Uh, uh, you know, it, it just seems it just seems like a great title. This magazine is haunted, and maybe they are. Maybe they put some kind of X on them as they rolled off the presses or something. I don't Haunt know. Juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they may truly be haunted. <laughs> One thing, one thing we always ask everybody here on locked in a closet, and I, in the closet, does, the door kind of rumbles at night sometimes when it's <laughs> blows the lid off your long boxes. Yeah, <laughs> may actually be haunted. One thing I always ask everybody here on the show is uh, to tell me the most horrific thing that ever happened to you at a convention. So, because I know you both read San Diego, I'll, I'll. I'll Restricted to what was the worst thing that happened, at, or the most horrific thing that happened at San Diego? Well, well Craig hits me on I that last call, day of the signing. The, uh, <laughs> I think all the women coming up and wanting us to autograph their boobs—it's so embarrassing. Yeah, you know, it just—it really gets tiresome. And uh, you know, you autograph one boob, you've autographed them all. You know, it just—that's the most I, horrific thing. I'd like know. to say that I completely disagree with everything Craig <laughs> just just said. <laughs> <laughs> The tits are the tits, if I, if I could read for both. <laughs> uh, any upcoming shows or signings you guys are going to be doing with the, with the new book? Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles is going to, uh, what is it, on the 27th, going to be doing a, a special uh, uh, uh Boy, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah my, I have a friend named Ben Dickow who who lives in Los Angeles, and he's a he's a theater uh, actor um, guy, and he he has a, a troupe called Captured Oral Fantasy. They're putting on a pre code themed play. Is it the 28th? Uh, I wish I'd I, made oh, I some. Oh, that was October 31st. I thought you told me that was right on Halloween. Well, on Halloween they're doing one at the El Cid. It's the same thing. It's going to be called the Haunted Horror Variety Show, yeah, they, and they're going to bring some. some yeah. I, you can check the Meltdown uh, uh, website, I guess. But I thought it was on the twenty eighth. You thought it was on the twenty seventh. So somewhere. Doing, the two shows. The first one is is probably, like I think the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth <laughs> at <laughs> Meltdown. They're going to do it in the back of the store, and uh, what, from what Ben was saying, it's, it's more of a stripped down version of the the big production that they're going to put on um, on the thirty first at the El Cid. And uh, like I was saying, there they, he's pulled some uh, some great uh, pre-code stories. They're going to bring him to life with his uh, his group. Uh, they're going to have music, and uh, it's like a spook show. I think they have magic so, tricks and all kinds of so fun Steve stuff. Won't be there, unfortunately. We're going to be home signing each other's boobs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'll get you out of here on this. Um, what websites can people go to to check out what you're doing? 
And I don't know if you have anything set up for the Chilling Archives of Horror Comics. Well, they should go to my website first because if they go to Steve's, they'll they'll never they'll never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Your soul will be mine. (laughs) No, they should go to yobooks dot com y o e b o o k s dot com, and they can see all the horror oriented uh, uh, archived books we do, and and then all kinds of other comics oriented books. Too that we're very proud of, but then then they can go to Steve's blog. Which go ahead, Steve. That's your intro. Yes, yeah, so my blog is the horrors of it all. You can just blogspot Google. It it'll, usually comes up right at the top there. There's over fifteen hundred posts. So yeah, have fun, peeps. <laughs> There's a lot to read. Yeah. And you guys can also people can also go over to IDW's website to yes, uh, see what's going on. Um, the haunted horror. And definitely pick up haunted horror. It's, it's coming soon, and from all indications, they're going to sell out fast. We've been getting lots of buzz. So if they really want one, and, and they should, uh, they should run to their nearest comic shop this Wednesday. Yes. Yep. Last Wednesday, by the time this airs. Oh yeah, yeah. They should run Weekly. to the previous. Run backwards Wednesday. in time to their comic shop. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, and then the other uh, chilling archives of. Horror comics, the hardbound books, uh, they're available on yobooks.com. So. Very cool. And I also want to throw this out real quick. Uh, right now you can pre-order Hunter Horror number two, and the order code is OCT120434. So you can go to your local shop and have them pre-order number two because number one's going to sell it so fast you're just going to have to start with number two apparently. Yeah, you're going to have to go on eBay and pay a couple hundred bucks for those babies. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, definitely thank you for, for coming on the show. Uh, I hey, definitely you, Dan. I want to have you both back on uh, to talk more about this stuff. Tomorrow? Yeah, we can do it tomorrow. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm good later this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can follow up right now. <laughs> Guys, thanks thanks for coming on, and we'll definitely do it again. Great. Thanks, Dan. Take care, Dan. Thanks. Keep your head up.